I ask you to define organizational culture, how would you define it? And what components would you say builds organizational culture? In this course, we talk about the building blocks. We talk about what culture is, what organizational culture is, why it matters, what the research shows. The Harvard Business Review does have the eight different kinds of culture. Um, and so I want to go to the building blocks, because when we understand what's at the core, what's at the root, then we can go to that and begin building something proactively. There is a lot of change that's happening across industries. We are being disrupted in many ways, and it's a new era. And so staying ahead of it with a healthy culture is the perfect strategy. It's what we need. Um, in my in-person coaching and trainings, I have heard that there are fad terms that employees are using. And this is in the Western culture uh, that the employees are saying that person is a narcissist, that boss is toxic, and they are labeling and writing people off. So not even giving an opportunity to problem solve and grow. Uh, so we need training in these areas proactively so people understand that we all have strengths and weaknesses. And when we focus on what is going well, what skills we're using, when we're celebrating the successes, that actually has a chemical effect in our brain because there's positive reinforcement happening uh, that we're having a celebration. It's like when we practice gratitude, something happens in the brain that just lights up the brain. We have the technology now. We didn't always have it. Uh, we used to think the brain didn't change and now we realize it does. And so we're social beings and we can affect one another. We talk about culture driving our strategy. We talk about values. What does the organization value? And normally it's what we aspire to. And that is a good thing. But how are we living them? What conversations are we having around our values and how we can get closer to living them? Uh, so if you ask your team, your team is going to come up with the resources and then you can say, oh, great idea. Let's practice that together. Those are some of the insights that we're sharing in this course. And so we have those values and we're studying to improve our team, to live closer to the values. And we as leaders role model those behaviors. Uh, so what people see in here is what they will follow. Uh, so it does start at the top. Um, and how do we go about that? The virtues. The virtues are the vehicle. What are virtues? Dr. Martin Seligman traveled across the world. He is the modern pioneer of positive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. And he found across cultures, ethnicity, nationality, religions, we as human beings have six virtues in common. And we talk about what those virtues are. And he helped develop based on these common virtues, the via character strength test, 
you are given um, the link on how to take that. Personally taking it, it's free of charge. You can get your results free. If you want your company to take it, then on the link that I give you, the resource, you just contact them and you talk about your whole company taking it because that is our vehicle. Virtues are the Corvette to get us to living out our values. What does that look like? What does that entail? We talk about it. There are eight different kinds of culture. There are no good or bad cultures. And what works for one organization, really, it's not going to fit for everyone. So it's bottom up. It's listening to the frontline staff, the managers, and just everyone asking questions, being curious, and then taking that information, creating a plan, and communicating back. This is what we're doing with your feedback. And we want continual improvement. Uh, so we look at the characteristics of each kind of culture and identify which one your organization is. And then we look at what culture do you aspire to develop more of? And we look at the traits and some ideas to get you brainstorming, to get you on your journey. So throughout the course, I do ask that you pick one area that you would like to see improved in your organization. Think of it right now and write it down. And it may be general and it may be broad. And as you hear these concepts and you start building the culture and you start thinking of the different ideas that are shared in this lecture and how you could apply those ideas and begin conversations. This course is a great conversation starter uh, to take the research, to take the data and to say, huh, I was learning about this and I'd like to talk about it and see how we can evolve. Because have you noticed? And just bring about your observations um, and uh, see what people think on the team about it. Um, because we all are struggling with something we all feel stress. There are things outside of our control. And the more structure that we have and the more that it's communicated to us what the framework is, we feel safe. Structure, boundaries help us feel safe. And we want to foster a safe environment where we can have conversations about culture and create change in a dynamic collaborative way together. Leadership taught 30 years ago, and you'll hear this from the top professors in these business schools, they say 30 years ago that they taught leadership is a one-person role. And it's evolved because of the research that leadership is more effective when we collaborate, when we listen from the bottom up. And there is a gap. There's a gap from what leaders perceive as reality and what the bottom line is experiencing. And we want to close that gap. And so how do we do that? Um, so I would encourage you 
to uh, take notes. These are slideshow lectures that you will be following along with. You also have the resources to look at the studies and the material yourself and to share it. Um, you have the detailed assignment with a sheet giving you the visuals and the data right there. So you can look at what I talked about on the PowerPoints during your assignment section and uh, create your plan and look at those traits and how you can accomplish the change. Change makes us anxious as human beings. However, change is constant. So getting ahead of it is what we want. And that's the purpose of this course. And it's a little different uh, because it's talking about emotions. Um, most of our training in organizational culture has been on the cognitive aspect. And there is recent research that is tapping into, hey, we are emotional human beings as well. Emotions are contagious. We talk about that data. What does that mean? How do we affect one another? So you as the leader walking into a room, whatever emotional state you're in, people are looking to you and you will have an effect on them more so than one of the team members sitting in the milieu, even though they do have an effect. We all have an effect on one another. That leader and how you set the tone, how you communicate the nonverbal communication, it all is affecting people's emotions. And so being aware of that, uh, we can leverage that in a real positive way. I remember one time I fractured my wrist and so I had to go see an orthopedic surgeon and I didn't have to have surgery. Uh, he put it in a brace and monitored and took x-rays. Well, every time I'd be sitting waiting for my x-ray, I could hear him whistling. He was whistling a happy tune and he had a bow tie on every time. And I thought he is fostering such a calm work environment. He is staying ahead of the trauma that he's seen and his staff is seeing every day. I mean, people were coming in on stretchers uh, from the hospital and he was seeing them because it was connected to the hospital, x-raying them, treating them. I mean, he was their surgeon. And so I saw that and, and you hear people's stories and how did this accident happen where they're needing surgery and, and, but the environment was very calm. And it wasn't uh, something that he was trying to do because it got out of control and the culture created itself because um, everybody just focused on the trauma and internalized it. No, he, as the doctor, just showed up authentically. He liked to whistle. He liked to hum. He sported those bow ties really well, and it affected the whole atmosphere, the whole culture. Um, and so that's what we're looking for. What is one of those strengths that you have that you can leverage that comes naturally to you? And how can you leverage the same in your people to bring that the best out in them so they can start leveraging their strengths to create 
a more calm, productive environment conducive to innovating with that change.